Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe, the new 961 and AM 590. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. Today we're talking about managing expectations. Oh boy. Yep. I think mine are too high. <laughs> well, you never know. Um, interestingly, though, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to a colleague of mine, and we were planning a lunch and learn. Uh, for the week of the 13th at the Tahoe Mountain Lab, and we decided on managing expectations. And so I've been doing some thinking about it, and I thought it'd be good to do a little show on it. Um, But, you know, it's interesting with managing expectations, there's um, a really key part that I think often we skip, and that's getting clear on what our expectations are. Very good. Yes, this is a good idea. If you've ever kind of like thought about what you want and then halfway down the road you realize that you want something a little different or maybe you want something else um, but you forgot to mention it that can be a problem and when we don't manage expectations um, you know things can really go sideways we can get goofed up with what people think that we're going to do um, and, you know by saying the wrong things mm-hmm. we can sometimes get um uh, get ourselves into trouble <laughs> and overcommit ourselves. Yes. Um, we can also goof up and miss deadlines. We can hurt client relationships. We can hurt personal relationships. Because if you're managing, if your expectation is someone else is taking care of something, mm-hmm. but you don't clarify that or you're not explicit about that, mm-hmm. and they don't, you can be jammed up against a deadline that you can't make because you've waited too long and you assumed someone else would do it. Um So you want to think about getting really clear on what your expectations are. And this kind of runs across multiple domains. So there's the work domain. So what are your expectations of your colleagues and the people you work with? What are your expectations of your subordinates and the people who work for you? What are your expectations of your leadership? You know, we often have very high expectations of leadership and we rarely say them. (laughs) We rarely tell leadership what we need. Yeah, a lot of times people are afraid. we, this can run across the domains of families. So what are your expectations of your children? Uh, what do you expect your spouse to be doing? If you're doing one thing, should they be doing something else? Um, that's I think relationships, actually, spousal relationships, really can take some heat from not managing expectations. Sure. Um, especially if, you know, you are thinking about how busy you're going to be the night before some event and – you forget to bring your spouse along or mention it, then they can get hung up on, you know, they had something else planned and they had no idea that you had this going on. And so, um, so that's really important too. And I think oftentimes we just think the people we love the most should know what we expect. Yeah, we do. Um, we really do put a lot of, um, mind readerness or mind reading (laughs) capabilities into people that that's really unfair. Yeah, and it's, you know, oftentimes um, people will say, I had no idea you wanted me to do that, or I had no idea that this was um, important to you. So really don't assume that people know. So um, the other thing I think is a classic is when people get hired into a position. Generally, you know, you get hired onto a new job and If they've been missing that position for a long time, generally everyone's super busy because they've been Mm -hmm. trying to do multiple jobs. And if you, uh, so you come in and it's like, 
they don't have a password or a login for you. You don't have an email account set up. You don't have a name tag or business cards or a job description. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so a job and then, description. And then six months down the line, leaders and managers are bummed out because the new person they hired isn't living up to their expectations. And oftentimes, you know, as coaches will go in and be talking about things like this and come to find out that the leader never laid out their expectations in a clear, succinct manner. And that's, you know, that's interesting because I had this conversation with somebody and it really does go back to, you know, sometimes we'll randomly verbalize, mm-hmm. you know, in, in motion as things are happening. Oh, yeah, I do I'd like it like this, this and this. And people have to have time to process things. And not right. everyone is an audio, right? Uh, you know, doesn't receive it as well as say, you know, here's your bullet point list right. and where they can read it. Um, and, and that works a lot better. And I, you know, and I was talking to someone, it's like, yeah, write this down for people. It, just like a job. I mean, right. you write it down and they sign it, sign off on it. They know what's expected. You know what you've told them. Right. And there's no gray area. And sometimes I think too, and I'm definitely guilty of this, is that I will have had the thoughts and the conversations in my head so many times that I'm absolutely 110% convinced that I've had the conversation with you. And so, I mean, this happens all the time in my family. I'm not the you only know, one that I'll does say, that. I told you that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> you know, and it's like I've been thinking about it so much that I'm in my head. We've already had this conversation. So, um, so to your point. Uh, you're right. You want to make sure that you're explicit. So there's a few tips that I want to share with you to manage expectations. Um, and the first one is to define your expectations. So get clear, like what are the expectations that you'll be here at a certain time, that you'll do a certain thing, that it'll be this long, that it'll take this much time, that, you know, whatever it is, it'll have these specific characteristics to the work that you'll check it with me before you, you know, finish it and do the final draft. Like those could be some expectations. So define your expectations. Then you want to be explicit, meaning say them out loud and clearly, or to Jen's point, write them down. Because if you just kind of mention it in passing on one in one situation, the person might assume that you mean only for that situation, mm-hmm. right? It might be like, oh, well, yeah, you said that for the, you know, for the uh, the Smith job, but I didn't know you meant that for like everything I ever do. Well, yeah, everything you ever do, I want you to do it this way. Oh, well, that's very different than saying like, oh, make sure that you, you know, cross the T and dot the I on this um, in yeah. the moment. Yeah, right? and it's hard and people do you when you're verbalizing People only get a small percentage of what you say. They do say, I think it's lecture, they get 5%. Yeah, that's really 5%, small. Um, right, so that's why you want to make it interactive. Um, then you want to check for understanding. So this is where if you say something like, okay, can you repeat back to me what I just asked you? I want to check myself to make sure I said it clearly. Or, um, okay, what's your understanding of what's expected of you? And then they can tell you but that you got to check for understanding because it sometimes it turns out that they took it a completely different way than you meant it and so you have to then clarify again so you want to check for understanding then you want to check for buy-in because just because (laughs) someone understands you doesn't mean they're going to actually do it or that they have the capability to do it so if I tell my son like my expectation is that you get um, all A pluses and I know that there's a challenge in a certain subject, um, or I know that just 
because of who he is that maybe he's not an A plus student, maybe he's a B plus student uh-huh. um, or an A minus student. You know, I have to be sure that he's bought in to what that expectation is. You know, if I say, um, if I have an expectation of somebody I work with, they might think that I it's a nice to have, whereas I'm thinking it's obligatory. Yeah. And so you want to be really clear, like, this is not negotiable for me. Yeah. Right? Like, my expectation is this. It's not like if you can get around to it. Yeah. It's for sure. So um, you want to check for buy-in and just ask, like, does that feel comfortable to you? Does that feel fair? Does the timeline work for you? Because if it doesn't, you want to know up front so you can start making plans for how to manage it. Do they need more bodies on the project? Do they need more help? Do they need more information? Yeah. Or are you going to end up having to do it yourself? Because yeah. it'd probably be better to know that with a week to go to the deadline than like an hour. Exactly. Right? So that's important. Uh, then you want to make sure that you don't skip the stuff that you think is obvious. Now, this is a classic mistake. I've made it. I know you've made it. <laughs> Jen, I'm sure, has made it. But we think like, well, isn't it obvious that I would expect you to be polite? Isn't it obvious that I would expect you to do it at the time that I said it was due? Isn't it obvious that uh, I would want you to do it and check the spelling? Like, that, isn't that obvious? You know, not always, right? Somebody might think, well, don't you check your own spelling? No, that's why I send it to you, right? <laughs> I don't ever look at it again once I send it to you because I'm assuming you're proofing it. But that's the key. If you're assuming something, it's not explicit. It hasn't been laid out. It hasn't been clearly defined. So then you can't get mad when it doesn't happen. That's right. So, um, well, you can get mad, but, you know, you have to just get mad at yourself. <laughs> Make sure you're mad at <laughs> Because, the right you know, we're not going to tell you what you can or cannot feel because feelings happen no matter what. So check for buy-in. Don't skip what's obvious. And then ask the person if they have everything they need to meet those expectations. So they might be thinking, well, shoot, I don't really know what um, this – means that she's asking me or that he's asking me and so I need to go find that out and they might assume that maybe you've read something that you haven't read and so they might by saying do you have everything you need to do this they might say I do I don't know much about this book that you've referenced but I'm going to go look it up and then I might say oh you know what here let me forward you a blog that will summarize it and then it makes it easier right because the whole point is you want the goal to get hit So we want to make it easy for people. Um, Then you want to define a timeline if your expectations are time-specific. So one of my favorite management tips um, used to be if you're trying to manage somebody but give them autonomy, it was, um, hey, Jen, I need you to do this project. When do you think you could have it done by? You know, And then Jen might say, I think I could have it done by Friday. And I'd say, oh, that would be great. Friday works for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Then I might check back midweek and say like, hey, are we still tracking for Friday delivery? Yep, we're right on track. Great. I'm not asking her how far along in the project are you? What have you done so far? Show me what you've got, which is micromanagey. I'm just making sure that we're both still in alignment on what the deadline is. Right? Now, Jen might be somebody who likes to knock it out in the last hour before it's due. More power to her as long as that thing is solid and looking good. I'm okay with that. You know, that's not mine to manage. It's hers. What's mine to manage is to ensure we're still tracking for the same time. That's a very important thing with kids and their schoolwork. Right. Especially as they get older. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then um, 
Another key piece here is letting the person know they can come back and clarify if they think of a question after you've laid out the expectations. Because sometimes in the moment you think you've got it all, you took notes, you're ready to go, and then you sit down at your desk an hour later and it's like, oh, wait, I forgot to ask this. Well, then you're afraid to go back because you said, yeah, I got it. So then there's this whole, well, what if I go back and then I look stupid, (laughs) right? But you want to go back and ask. So just open that door for people. Hey, feel free to come back to me if you need it. And then finally, uh, if the person you're sharing your expectations with rushes you and starts to say, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you want, right? And and tries to rush you through the explanation, um, then you can sometimes just say, you know what, this is as much for me as it is for you, so please indulge me because I want to make sure that I'm, I'm practicing being explicit with what my expectations are. And I want to make sure we're on the same page to save us some time in the future. You know, so indulge me. So you can kind of take it back, make it a little bit about you because they may just be thinking, like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to hear all this, right? So... If you notice that you're waiting for somebody to do something or you're chronically ticked off at somebody because they're not doing what you think they should be doing or they don't know you as well as they should know you, you may just want to go back through that list mm-hmm. of things and check and ask my, ask yourself like, hey, have I done all these things? Have I made it clear? Have I not skipped the obvious? Have I set a timeline? Have I asked for their buy-in? Have I asked for their understanding? Mm-hmm. And you know, really check through that and see where am I missing the boat here? Yeah. It's important stuff. Yeah. So good stuff. So that's managing expectations. We're going to do a lunch and learn on the topic so we can talk about some real life scenarios uh, next week on (laughs) the 15th at noon. We're going to do it at noon. Yep. On tax day. So talk about managing expectations. (laughs) Taxes are coming. The expectation is you will have filed by the 15th or that you will have written an extension or requested an extension, right? Yeah, that, would be, extension. that would be in your best interest to do that'd one or in, the other. That would be in your best interest. So thanks for listening. This is The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. For more information, you can check us out on our Facebook page at P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence or The Positivity Link. We've got two. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. This has been a good one. Well, thank I you. I like this one. All it's right. Right up where I'm at right now. Sounds good. Thanks, Jen. Appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590.